Hi, Defenders. Don't forget, you can find your reading response journal at bit.ly slash VDPS Project Journal. Today, we tackle chapters 20 and 21 of The Tale of Despero. Chapter 20, A View from a Chandelier. There was, in the banquet hall, a most beautiful and ornate chandelier. The crystals that hung from it caught the light of the candles on the table and the light from the face of the laughing princess. They danced to the rhythm of the minstrel's music, swaying back and forth, twinkling and beckling. What better place to view all this glory, all this beauty? There was so much laughing and singing and juggling that no one noticed as Muscura crawled up a table leg and onto the table, and from there flung himself onto the lowest branch of the chandelier. Hanging by one paw, he swung back and forth, admiring the spectacle below him. The smells of the food, the sound of the music, and the light, the light, the light. Amazing, unbelievable. Muscura smiled and shook his head. Unfortunately, a rat can hang from a chandelier for only so long before he is discovered. This would be true at even the loudest party. Reader, do you know who it was that spotted him? You're right. It was the sharp-eyed Princess P. A rat, she shouted. A rat is hanging from the chandelier. The party, as I have noted, was loud. The minstrels were strumming and singing. The people were laughing and eating. The man with the jingle cap was juggling and jiggling. No one in the midst of all this merriment heard the P. No one except her hero, Rat. He had never before been aware of what an ugly word it was. Rat. In the middle of all that beauty, it immediately became clear that it was a very, extremely distasteful syllable. Rat. A curse, an insult, a word totally without light. And not until he heard it from the mouth of the princess did Roscuro realize that he did not like being a rat. He did not want to be a rat. This revelation hit Roscuro with some force, some force that he made. This revelation hit Roscuro with such force that it made him lose his grip on the chandelier. The, re the rat reader fell, and alas, he fell right directly into the queen's bowl of soup. Chapter 21, The Queen's Last Words. The queen loved soup. She loved soup more than anything in the world except for the princess P and the king. And because the queen loved it, soup was served in the castle for every banquet, every lunch, and every dinner. And what a soup it was. Cook's love and admiration for the queen and her palate moved the broth that she concocted from the level of mere food to a high art. On this particular day, for this particular banquet, Cook had outdone herself. The soup was a masterwork, a delicate mingling of chicken, watercress, and garlic. Rostiro, as he surfaced from the bottom of the queen's capacious bowl, could not help taking a few appreciative sips. Lovely, he said, distracted for a moment by the misery of his existence. Delightful. See, shouted the pea, see? She stood. She pointed her finger right at Roscuro. It is a rat. I told you it was a rat. He was hanging from the chandelier, and now he is in Mama's soup. The musicians stopped playing their guitars. The jugglers stopped juggling. The noble people stopped eating. The queen looked at Roscuro. Roscuro looked at the queen. Reader, in the spirit of honesty, I must utter a difficult and unsavory truth. Rats are not beautiful creatures. They are not even cute. They are really rather, rather nasty beings, particularly if one happens to be in your bowl of soup with pieces of watercress clinging to his whiskers. There was a long period of silence, and then Roscuro said to the queen, I beg your pardon. In response, the queen flung her spoon in the air and made an incredible noise, a noise that was in no way worthy of a queen, a noise somewhere between the neigh of a horse and the squeal of a pig, a noise that sounded something like this, Neek! and then she said, there is a rat in my soup. The queen was really a simple soul and always, her whole life, had done nothing except state the overly obvious. She died as she lived. There is a rat in my soup, was the last word she uttered. She clutched her chest and fell over backwards. Her royal chair hit the floor with a thump, and the banquet hall exploded. Spoons were dropped. Chairs were flung back. 
Save her, thundered the king. You must save her. All the king's men ran to try to rescue the queen. Tiro climbed out of the bowl of soup. He felt that, under the circumstances, it would be best if he left. As he crawled under the tablecloth, he remembered the words of the prisoner in the dungeon, his regret that he did not look back at his daughter as he left her. And so, where Skiro turned, he looked back, and he saw the princess was glaring at him. Her eyes were filled with anger and disgust. Go back to the dungeon, was what the look she gave him said. Go back to the darkness where you belong. This look reader broke Skiro's heart. You did not think that rats have hearts? Wrong. All living things have a heart, and the heart of any living thing can be broken. If the rat had not looked over his shoulder, perhaps his heart would not have been broken. And it is possible, then, that I would not have a story to tell. But, reader, he did look. 